Good evening, it's May 5th, 2023. Welcome back to Boomerx tonight, your nearly daily source for news and politics. I'm Riz Lady Heathen. Hey, asshole, what separates our show from other millennial news podcasts? Then I would absolutely become the pen pals of. Oh, wait. This is one of those ones that ends up getting us in trouble. <laughs> we have a boomer, and not just any boomer. We have Mr. Boomerx himself. Good evening. You too, it's the Breathe Politics, and I'm still learning that three unique perspectives we share along with the fact from our literal round table. Is it May the 5th? It's, it's 9th. Indeed. Um, it's May 9th, I apologize. I wrote down the, I don't know why I wrote down May 5th, so sorry. Good evening, it's May 9th. 2023 um and here we are back at our literal round table yep sorry we missed last week we all came down with this crazy flu at the same time um it was really weird uh so um you can still hear i'm still stuffed up but we're well, we gonna hear some coughs and sneezes before it's all over too well so. they always hear coughs and sneezes on this show we specialize in coughing in your ear but we love you all anyway um, tonight, uh, we're going to talk about the basics of labor unions here in America. Um, and then Friday, we'll do just the news. As, as I told you, this is our new routine. Okay, so uh, we uh, let, let's start uh, with the first recorded strike, which happened in New York in 1768. Does anybody else have any information about that? Or? So we're in the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm, beginning of it, yep. Yep. But I feel like it's largely in swing. I feel like that changeover was pretty quick from, right, not industrializing to, oh, no, we have a machine for that now. Watch. We put them all in a warehouse. Um, so uh, journeyman cord wingers, which are known as shoemakers today. Um, so shoemakers uh, protested a wage reduction, and that was the very first recorded um, strike. Yeah. Um, so well played, journeyman cord wainers. Um, it's a job you can't bring in scabs for. Right. Uh, I mean, you can, but people are going to notice. Yeah. Uh, then in 1794, shoemakers started the Federal Society of Journeyman Cord Wainers. That's a delight. Which began the sustained trade union organization here in America. I did not know that. That's so cool. So job shoemakers started yeah. it all off making it better for everyone. Well, um, now, that um, part was, I think, more incidental, not in a mean way, but hey, now, definitely we should give unions credit for it. Now, one thing to remember is this all happened during the Industrial Revolution, which was a fucked up time. Yeah. It was fucked up. It's better than before. Uh, factories were turning out uh, products and needed cheap workers. Americans worked hundred hours a week oh, on yes. average. Your average American was working a hundred hours yeah. a week. And they had eight-year-old kids climbing in and out of the machines because and, they would fit. Yeah, you jumped ahead of me here. You're right. Uh, and they put children to work as well. Kids as young as eight began their jobs in fact. So I think we probably should have done that the other way around the way it happened in real life. So like I said, it Which was is, you get the kids show. working first, and right. then you can up the hours. Because yep. kids don't have all the costs of an adult, so once you compete, you have a work class competing against itself internally. Oh, yeah. That's game the fuck over if you yep. 
if you're a labor, if well, you're that's why the Republicans are working very hard to take modern America. It's that's what they're all thinking about putting the kids back to work. Oh, we need more workers. No, you're trying to get the kids to compete with their parents. That's exactly what you're doing. Right. So, um, so we plan on doing other shows co uh, detailing because there were some major events that happened during um, the big boom of unions and such. Uh, you know, we. I know the rise of the anarchists is my favorite part. The the, the Haymarket the riots, um, the coal. Their ideology doesn't work, but they're delightful. The the coal. The whole thing. Oh yeah, the mine wars. The, the mine wars. Pinkertons are going to be in there. Um, be all of the gross parts of American history that everyone really wants to gloss over because it's a lot bracketed around the Civil War. Okay. Kind of like the rumors we're hearing out of Starbucks. And exactly. Yeah. So, so one of the things I want, um, you know, I when I started looking into this is is I realized that there's so many events that that need more detail that I thought that for this episode, we'd just do the basics, right? So I told you how it started, where it started, what was going on. So now let's discuss the fact that um, we're, we're going to kind of jump forward. So so unions started doing their thing, right? They started pushing for workers, um, you know, well, they did this instance, all labor unions have done. They promised quality assurance of the guy to left and right, mm -hmm. and we're going to get paid more. Mm-hmm. We're um, more productive if that's more productive for us. And um, it's also the the unions push to get uh, you know the weekends off because yep. that didn't used yep. to be a thing. People like you like said, hundred hundred hours yep. a week. That's yep. what people worked in these factories. Now, this all is going pretty well. Not really because you know there's a lot of nastiness, but we'll discuss all that like I said in detail later. Um, and then we 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 come up to. I'm trying to keep my train of thought here because I <laughs> stopped taking notes. We do not help with that. No, not at all. Um, and not in. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I'm usually pretty organized with notes, so it's not as big of a deal when you guys jump in. Um, but I, I have. As if BNSF weren't a big enough problem with derailing. Now we have risen derailing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm aggressively derailing. Um, what it is 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 I, I took all of this information in. I was watching videos, I was reading stuff, and um, so I have it all in my head, and it's just trying to get it to come out in an yeah, organized... narrative form, yeah. <laughs> ...explainable manner, um, which is obviously not working well in the future. Risen needs to just take notes, so... <laughs> but anyway... No, um, I mean, it... So people thread between people started making unions, started joining unions. This became and we were building things. And we were building things. Now, what happened is eventually automation started to come in, and and That's companies started sending game. stuff overseas. That's it's much later, much later. Um, and so now we're pushed up to the nineteen forties, you know, early nineteen hundreds, so, basically. Then I wouldn't have brought up automation. Well, um, yeah, again, I'm... For the, the overseas bit <laughs> was because we won the Second World War and we exported yeah. a bunch of manufacturing knowledge. We had created a bunch of vacant lots yeah. and we filled them up with things. Yep. And they were cheaper. Right? The American dollar went infinite, as always, it went infinitely further globally than it does locally. Yep. But that's how far this flu has gotten into my brain. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the point is that um, when we get, by the time we get to, you know, the the, the 50s and 60s, 
um, unions are, you know, not, not companies aren't fans of unions anymore. This, this isn't working out for them. They have to pay people this money. This is not as profitable they as it strike. You know, they can walk off the job if they want, and you're not allowed to fire them, all kinds of bad things. At the same time, unions misbehaved as well, right? Because you have things like strike funds, which is how you, you do a strike, is you have a strike fund and you pay your people while they're on strike. Okay, great. And if you're not crooked, that's easy. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it means you've got a great big pile of money, and any time you've got a great big pile of money, the crooks are going to try to come get it. And in the case of several of the major unions, they did just that. Absolutely. Right? So uh, that's kind of the, the heart and soul. And, you know, anybody who thinks that's unique to the unions hasn't looked at the Republicans, the Democrats. So I think that's Democrats probably the... where the cracks started. Right. The, uh, Just I, the I, corruption. Right. I would say that, that the corruption was the beginning of the downfall. the 50s so, and 60s? Yep. Apparently. Um, so by the time we I mean, get that's when it was discovered. By the time we get into the sixties and seventies, um, unions are getting attacked. Okay. Yep, yep. So now we have corporations firing people to try to unionize. And we have our investments in Japan paying off in terms of cars coming back, right? Japan did flood yep. several markets with first inferior product and then perfectly usable, usable product. product. Well, the other thing that happened was that the um, the companies went way out of their way to create jealousy in the non-union workforce. So look how much more those guys are getting paid. How is that fair? Yeah. Right? And they don't so that much America turned union. on her unions. Yeah. And it's been downhill ever since. Right. Literally. And this, was, this was all um, done on purpose to get the unions out so that the corporations could go back to taking advantage of people yep. as they had been previously. Yeah. Could you, you, could you imagine the outrage that would have happened if we had found 300 miners working at McDonald's in the 90s? Yeah. That, we'd be wondering whether or not McDonald's was going to make it. And now it's just Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Because that one—that's one of those ones that stuck up on me. Because I hadn't realized that. Oh my God! Because if you do have the kids and the parents competing, odds are the kids gonna get fed. Yep. Right? Their parents probably won't let them starve, or if they do, like we'll get bring in four, like other minor kids. So like these parents, like, so kids can take way more of a hit. Right. But um, remember, labor uh, labor unions were also the reason why uh, the the age of children to work was pushed up. Yep. They pushed for that, and uh, so you can thank them for that as well. Yep. Um, and this all, all this forward progress eventually led to the 40 hour work week that we now know and way before. love weekends but, and, yeah. and weekends health insurance off, tied to the employment, all kinds of stuff. And we're doing part of that, yep. But I want to point something out to y'all right now if you look around all those things that we just said. Not everybody has those anymore. Not most people. Not anyone who, right, I, and again, part of it's my age and when I came up, but if you wanted to, like, be dominant in your workplace, you didn't work 40 hours. Right. Right. I have gotten yelled at more times for working off the clock because, A, that's where all my friends are, and, B, that's how people see you there and being good and things, and you end up in charge of stuff. And, like, when it comes time to go, who should get a raise, Right. Being me, it usually works out that way. Your name falls trippingly from the lips. Yeah, I also tell a story about doing something wretched to a previous employer that, you know, screwed with paying me work I had done and stuff. So, I, I have a way of interacting with bosses I do not recommend. 
And again, I know this is me. I know this is all a little disjointed, and that is a hundred percent my fault. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you're a rock. As I said, when I I usually am. I know. Uh, but when I, when I'm when I started looking into this, and I realized that there were some things that I couldn't just gloss over. I said, you know what? Oh, yeah. This is going to be every one of these, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be you know union. Uh, I want to talk about the time that U.S. cavalry officers, whose names still the fuck ring out, who we have platforms named after, rode down. Men, women, and children in the United States who wanted a bonus they were promised by the United States Army. Mm-hmm. How about the time the United States Army brought machine guns to a fight? Like, there's a lot of really good stories. There's, there's a lot I'm of not stuff. Good, but. But there's a lot of stuff that I really do want to do these deep dives on, so I figured tonight we'd stick with just. Yeah, that's why I was surprised when you were like, we're going to do the history of unions and like, oh, that's ambitious. It, it, yeah, no, it was very ambitious, especially when. Um, that's a whole wing of my head. Well, again, uh, you, you know, I, I gave you where this all began, okay? Yep. Um, and um, we know where it stands now. Um, and that is 60% of Americans would join a union if they could. The Pinkertons went to someone's house and verbed nouns. The fucking Pinkertons moved again. Mm-hmm. Like, god damn. So, those it, are, those it's time for the union organizers to get the fuck busy. Well, and the good thing is, is we, have seen, we have seen movement, um, you know, but the problem is, is that we need to stop um, the, you know, people from passing laws to allow companies to fuck with unions, which is what they do. If you look we at need how to other the countries, ones we have. Yeah. Well, we don't. That's what I'm saying. But also, there are other laws being passed. When was the last time the National Labor Relations Board did anything besides sit on its thumb? Yes. Get up and do something. Um, if you have the option to join a union, it is in nothing but your best interest. Now, when you join that union, obviously, you want to keep an eye on who's in charge of that union. Make sure that you stay involved. Hopefully, and Don't just join the make union. Sure they stay involved in Yep. Um, you can't just be part of it and then just let it like expect it to work for you the way you want it to. No, you got to talk to people. You got to talk to your union members. You got to go to meetings. You got to know who's above you, and you got to keep them held them accountable. Right? Yep. Make sure they're held accountable for the money they're taking and what they're doing with it and how they're held. They're giving it to exactly. You know, keep keep on this, but um, uh. Who is it? Starbucks um, employees have been doing a wonderful job across the country. Keep keep going. Um, but one of the other things I was going to say is if you look at other countries that have unions and then other countries that don't have unions. So France has a low union rate, but France also has a law that... Um, oh, gosh. See, this is where I should have fucking taken notes. I met myself. The way France does it is they have a law that basically states that there is an agreement. So it's basically a statement that everybody's in a union and you have to make this agreement with your worker and the worker with their boss and that this agreement will be held. This is one of the things that actually annoys me. And that is that, yeah. About the audit, the Fed kids or the gold standard nitwits. Right. Is that their problems with central banking all accurate descriptions of what corporate America wants and will do. Yeah. Directed at exactly one house to the left. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's just utter not because again, it's the right, we got the central banking because it became popular as it does in every country that gets big enough to have money to open banks, take in a bunch of poor people's money, and then fuck off with their money. 
Because what? Are they going to be able to point to it and be like, do we put it in a pile in the middle of the room and whoever calls it, if it comes to them, they get it? Um, so 95% of employees in France are covered by what's called the collective bargaining agreements. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to explain, um, but my brain couldn't come up with the collective. Um, so Europeans have had better luck with making self-organizing stuff into a part of a government. On the other hand, right, that guy did get arrested for shouting a rude thing at a dead queen because... Um, Europe fundamentally doesn't get some of this. So other laws, even though France has a low union rate, I want you guys to know is happening here, is um, they have a 35-hour work week now. You can't work more than... Uh, the maximum number of hours to work is 10, and it may not exceed 13 hours. So these are all wonderful laws, and that's why France doesn't need a lot of unions, right? Because they they have all these laws in place to and protect universal people. Health care. Well, and, and universal health care. My experience with German unions is getting old, but what I remember from um, working with the German unionized workers was I wandered into a class where they were teaching new hires a very specific set of skills that they were going to need, and it was the union that was doing the teaching. Yeah, uh, no, I, I was impressed. A lot of the problem that happened with us is right the Chicago School of Economics, where the market could provide everything, so there was no point in investing in your labor force, either from the state side or the corporate side. Right, it's this neoliberal nonsense that we saw before, right during the Industrial Revolution and the right, right that the rise of labor was in protest of. Yeah. Um, so another thing is that France has um, a, uh, a country minimum wage of uh, 11.52 euros an hour. So you know that the you know average pay is going to be significantly higher, or at least higher than that on average. Um, yeah, and that works out to be about what 13 dollars an hour. Yeah. But again, that's you can't. You can't be in France and get paid less than that. Whereas here in America, you can pay somebody as low as I think it's still at seven twenty-five an hour. Yeah. I think is the federal minimum wage. Oh no, it's going to get worse than that. Um, at least the airports. Did you guys see the thing about tipping at self-checkout? That's popping up more and more, and then that gets distributed amongst the workers who are there. Mm. And that's going to sound really good to everybody. And the only way I hear that is, didn't we just make all those employees tip workers? In New Mexico, that meant I could pay you $2.43 an hour if Tiff yeah. made you up to the state minimum wage of bird vertebrae and sure, right? I No, because it, uh, when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts and we, we did tips for a while, um, they didn't change our pay or anything. But they it could was have. just extra yeah. money. What did the lawyer, Not really, because what, what when you're working with a company like that, you're splitting you. it between everybody. Yeah. What did the lawyers say they could get away with? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but I'm telling That's, you, there's no yeah. way that... In the 90s, they could not have done that. Our America tips. wasn't a country that should be as on fire as they, it should be. No, this was in the... the cool. Yeah, between late 2010s or whatever. But anyway, um, the point is, is that... Um, th there's no way you get enough money through tips that way to, to cover anything. No, um, no, no. We got like two or three dollars a day. They can yeah. take that out of your wage. Yep. So they're going to take $2.13 yes. out of my wage. Yeah. But they didn't. But anyway. That's 
I don't think that the corporations made the decisions they do now. I think back then, if they tried, everyone would have freaked the fuck out. I think now, if no one notices... Right, because we are on the cusp of robots can do almost every fast food job. Well, and if you go to other countries, um, they don't tip. You don't no. tip your servers. It's not a thing. No, they right. get paid they think very it's well. Barbaric that we do. Yep, and and they're all shocked and, when they come here and find out that people make three times an hour. We were discussing in France, and France is on the list of countries I would fight to the death not to go to. So I'm. Right, because I, yeah, the 11 euros is going to sound low. Remember, a third of their cost went away when we got national health care, when they got national yep. health care. Well, yeah, that's that's a majority of your money right there. Yeah. Yep, a third. Plus they, yeah. have, plus they have controls on um, right. how much their but electricity can be raised I, and all that they stuff. They don't. No, with that rate. Yes, I agree. They have right now. Um, we are so corrosive, you can see us distorting CEO pay globally, and the same thing is happening. Right, we are exporting this disease faster than anyone's going to understand. Because again, yeah, that national health care. Yep. Um, assuming that they, they are not taking a salary deduction for that, which typically I don't think they do, then that raises their effective yeah. minimum wage to 17 or $18 an hour. Yep. So. In a country with infinitely shorter supply lines and 12 other market reasons. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, no, I... The problem is I know no American anywhere is swayed meaningfully about a good example from Europe. What's worse is, I've been to Europe, I like Europe, I wouldn't want to live there, but that's a different thing. Um, like I, it's, it's weird because it's one of those things where you go, oh, that's where instincts went off to. That I can understand and agree with it, I can't articulate why it is really, other than... We don't get along with them. You know how I know? We ended up here. Like, we pushed and sh We played push, go, shove. And they shoved us so fucking hard, we ended up here. So, yeah, we can have a special relationship with the British. We can be extra double friends with the French, because we did cause that revolution they had. But, hey, some of that worked out. And they out helped okay. us. Well, and I did give us a... Well, the, that starts off a chain reaction of events that leads to the Grand Army getting killed, which is the only time I've ever actually heard of trickle-down economics working. Huh. That when all the civilians ran away with the French from Moscow, <laughs> the French military had just given up. They were dropping guns and shit to carry away loot. <laughs> Again, it's back when we paid armies through looting. <laughs> Remember, America helped the British invent the modern like army as we understand it. Because we killed a lot of them. But, um, so as they were going along to like get away from the people who were going to kill the living shit of them, the like, troops would drop their like, precious cargo and kick things off their things. Because they left ammo and everything behind. They steal whatever wasn't bolted down. Fair. And so bobbling along behind them is the civilian population of the town who doesn't want to get killed by the Russians for having collaborated. Picking up all of these valuable... <laughs> no artifacts <laughs> and... So, fuck no. No one wants weapons and shit. It's not going to matter. If an army is chasing you and you're not preparing to fight them... And you're following your army, which is retreating? Well, you're oh, following yeah. a foreign <laughs> army. Sorry, I misunderstood what was happening oh, here. Peace, I get it okay. now. Yeah. No, I, well, I like that. I have that in my head now. We're good. So, I apologize. So, big transfer of wealth from the French. Yeah. yeah. And what time trickle downs ever worked that I can actually. I, and several other fail, right, historic failures like that, 
where, yeah, the military was camped in one capital, stole everything, and then ran away. Yeah, so when these people try to convince you that uh, we can't take money away from the CEOs, then they won't do business here. Well, they can go. They're free to go wherever they want to do business. The sooner That's the better. fine. But there's plenty of companies that cannot pick we'll up walk down to the box and, and wave bye-bye. Again, if that were true, when CEOs died, corporations would die with them. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't. Right, I, if we were smart, we'd figure out what the average like drop in price is when a CEO dies. It'd be like that. That's what the value of a CEO is. Now what's their name? Yep. Yeah. Figure out a math problem. <laughs> so anyway, so I apologize that um, I was pretty clunky uh, with the start of this, but I wanted to give you guys a taste of, um, you know, kind of sort of what a union is, what it does, what it has done for you in the past, and what it can do for you um, going forward. Um, and going forward, what it what it can do for you really is, um, you know, it can raise that minimum, you know, raise raise the money you're getting paid to to you know a living wage. It can get you health care. It, it, it can do all kinds of good things for you. We can stop these Republicans from putting kids back to work again so they can get more cheap labor. Hey, hey um, shut up. Their little hands can go away in the machines. Now, yeah. look, devil fucking you white devil Republicans. <laughs> white if devils. you get the fucking shake machines working again. my I have stupid adult hands. They won't get in there. So I really don't care how many hook-handed little bastards there need to be. Um, I, I just want fucking milkshakes to come back. As someone who has worked at McDonald's, I can tell you, you are happy when they don't have the shake machine working because that means that somebody who doesn't know how to... Cared enough to not sell you a green fucking shake exactly. and not fucking green shake day. They, they've made the shake machines so that if you don't clean them, they, they will not working. work. Yeah, no. Um, so that's not a bad thing. I agree thing. and understand. Um, and, and as somebody who... So if we worked, open a restaurant, we should just open a fucking shake joint. You should. Um, and again, it, it'd be easy and cheap. And We're not opening a restaurant. No. No. But anyway, um, so so look forward to... Wait, how much the average drop in stock value is when a CEO dies. What do I get for that? Look forward to um, these, um, you know, little things that we're going to be putting out on Tuesdays. So um, in the future, like I said, we're going to do more deep dives into, like, the real horrible parts of um, what unions have done for America and what they had to go through and then how they... How they you know how that all collapsed as well yep. so we'll we'll do deep dives on all of that um to make it easier and more digestible for you all but um as of right now you can tell i still got that flu brain going on uh so friday we will be <laughs> we will be back with just the news we'll be back mm -hmm. and um don't forget to comment like subscribe heart follow review smash that like, like button, button on youtube yeah. go to boomer exciting news spaces on facebook for fun memes and a link to our patreon give us a dollar if you have ideas for memes please comment like subscribe let me know what kind of memes you would like to see um it's hard coming up with ideas for new memes so i'm 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 all about like, oh, it'd be real funny if blah, I'll do it. I'll get you. So, so please. You want to have a meme contest? Just post it. Can they post uh, JPEGs and stuff in the YouTube oh, they comment can, section? They, well, not YouTube, but they can post to our Facebook. 
Okay. Sure. So um, you can find us on YouTube as Boomer Rex or check your favorite podcasting service for Boomer Rex tonight. We can be found on over a dozen different platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Samsung Podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at Boomer tonight. And if you Google Boomer Rex tonight, no spaces. All links will lead you to us. We love you all. We will see you back here on Friday for more Boomer Rex tonight.